Good morning. Happy Groundhog's Day and welcome in to the Blitz. Live here on Fan Run Radio. We're live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. It's Thursday. It's the second day of February. First show of February. Charlie Collier, Andy Brock, Sam Beard here with you. And I uh, guess I'd like to start off today's show by just <clears throat> congratulating all the Negavols out there. You know, you guys you guys had your, your decade, really. You guys did. I mean, for a while, like, you guys were really on top of the world. Uh, I mean, the disaster that was Tennessee football for about 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, you know, the Conzo era, the Donnie Tindall era, baseball, just in general. You guys, you guys have had a lot of fun, but uh, I know... All the Negavols out there, they've been down that bad lately. Haven't really had a lot to get angry about, even though they love to get angry. You know, baseball being number one, football going 11-2, and two, basketball being number two. It's been tough on you guys. I, I know how much you love for Tennessee to lose so you can be upset. So I would just like to, off the top, congratulate all of you. Today is your day. Well, today is both your and Puxitani Phil's day. It's Phil's uh, day. It's both y'all's days, so I would like to congratulate you. Uh, you finally, you finally got something to throw your hands up in the air and be like, "See, life's terrible." So, uh, congratulations! It's your day. Enjoy it. But uh, hot way to start the show there, yeah. gentlemen. Really, how are really we going doing in there? Uh, you know, it was a tough one last night. I'm not gonna lie. I have a lot of thoughts on it. I know we'll get into it. Um, so on that note, not not great, I guess. I'm very disappointed in last night. I am too. It's sad. I just hope we don't look like this in the NIT. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, you know, it's raining. I guess we can take some positive in that. That hey, those those uh, plants out there are really getting watered this week. Um, you know, there, other than there that, are a lot good. of ducks in Knoxville that are really happy. There's someone is very happy. There, there's got to be some, you know, people out there that just love the rain. I like the rain when I'm, you know, not having to go outside and I'm, I'm hearing it on the windows. Maybe I'm trying to sleep. Not when I'm, you know, driving or walking around outside. That's not when I like it. But other than that, you know, other than sad last night, rain this morning, it's February, you know. What, what else do you expect? It's, it's February. That's what I said. We're in February. It's day two and we're already... Already feeling this way. Not to be down or anything, but it's February. You just get punched in the in, in the face a, a few times here and there. I don't know. Like you guys have really been <laughs> taking a lot of shots at February. I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> February is the month. Rightfully where you, so. You it's the shortest to... month for a reason. No, you. February is a great month. It has good many, things in for, there. For it has good things in reasons. there, but it's also got some bad things. Plethora of reasons. A. Well, I don't know what the best reason is, but exactly. There are a lot of good reasons. We got <laughs> the home stretch of college basketball. What right? about March Madness? Yeah, but it's, no, it's, that is March Madness, but this is like the everyone lock in, we're building up. I know, that's great, but like that everybody, awesome. everybody's ready for March. Like, I'm ready for, for March. No, I'm ready for February. <laughs> like, I, I can't wait February, for March, but, but I don't want to wish another month of the season away. This is I like know, yeah, no, I, I get that. It's just like, it's just like, bracketology, I know, daily updates, it's, this, that, but it's the, the month before the fun month. This is also the it's fun It's a fun month. month, but it's a month before the funner month. Yeah, I mean, we're just exponentially <laughs> getting more fun. I know, I what's, get it. What's bad about that? It's also the month that you 
start to climb your way out of winter. College basketball and college basketball and college baseball, you know, coming back is like in the yeah, Super Bowl. Baseball, the Super Bowl, it's black but like also, like, yes, but also I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't care about the Super Bowl as much because my team's never in it. You know, I mean, it's still just it's still fun. The Super Bowl. No, there's a lot of we good things Rihanna. about a lot of good things about February. It's just like. And just you cold. get to you get to spend a Sunday night drinking, eating food, and watching Rihanna sing some songs while some I do like each other. I what do like Rihanna. Worse than that, Rihanna's got good music. Um, Rihanna's a queen. No, I love Rihanna. I got no complaints about her and her Super Bowl performance. It's a good month. I like the Super Bowl, but it's just like if I'm comparing it to other months. I mean, it's just cold. Still a good it's month. Dark, gray. Things have really. I mean, it's been a tough start to February. That's <laughs> it's like a bottom start. four month for me. Bottom four. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, maybe what, not the worst. Least, my least favorite month is August. I think August, August is, is a bottom four month. month. August is a bottom four month for sure. January is a bottom four month. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like second February. But you get NFL playoffs. Yes, I'm. I'm not as much. I'm, I'm taking sports to consideration, but not like that's what I'm heavily revolving my I mean, picks I'll, around. I'll be honest. Like I know that's what you're. My entire completely yeah. revolving your picks yeah, I mean, around. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I think about months. Best months. Like, I don't think. Let's about get positive as, on this day. I don't think about months as like winter. This is a winter month. No, I, I hundred percent do. That's like I the only way I think of months. Like, oh, this is a football month. Like, I, but I also think of that. So it's like month. best yeah, if we're going positive route. Best months: October, May, um, March, March, um, September. Sure, November. Maybe November. Maybe December. I don't know. July. I like December. I think March is maybe my favorite month because March Madness. And March is a great month. Championships, and it starts to warm up. So you get like every March, right? Every March, you just get like five really good, like day drinking on a patio days. Couple that with March Madness. Couple that with conference championship weeks, and oh boy, if they ever overlap, that's one of the top days of the year. Like on, if you can watch I'm the opening you. round of March Madness on a covered patio on like a sixty-eight degree spring day, have a couple cocktails <clears throat> and watch fourteen un- uninterrupted hours of college basketball. Mm. I don't need money or material things. I guess some of those things are kind of material, but I don't need nice cars or a big house or. You know, uh, a beautiful view or anything else. Just give me like, just give me that day. Like, how nice was that weather in Indy last year during during our March? It was awesome. It was electric. It was so awesome. Mm. It was like it was exactly what you just said. Like sixty, sixty-five, a little breeze. Mm. You could wear like anything. You you could just feel it. You can feel that weather. Like I know exactly what it feels like. Everyone, just yeah, just close (laughs) your eyes and let's feel that for a second. They didn't. They didn't put. Take yourself there. They don't right. put a uh, Masters weekend in March because it'd be too dangerous if they put it in March. There'd be yeah. just too much good. Well, also you could just get a random frost and really ruin yeah. the Masters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like a week later in April is going to help that much. Kind of does, Andy. You'd kinda be surprised. Yeah, touch. Yeah, those, touch. Those, those flowers bloom pretty late. True. You got to uh, yeah. You got to time it with the blooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now that college the one baseball fall Masters, weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird. That was weird. Coolish, I guess, but like weird. But also, it was like football and Masters. Whoa. 
Whoa. Whoa. LSU Alabama on after the Masters. Whoa. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's oh. never happened. That, oh. 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 Yeah, that was a really crazy time. I feel like we didn't really like. It, I don't think it really fully set in how weird sports were. Yeah, we just kind of mushed everything crazy. together. The bubble was going on at like in October. Like they were playing basketball. Yeah, we're in just October. like, oh yeah, like Jimmy Butler's just selling coffee <laughs> for twenty bucks out of a Disney hotel room and then dropping forty on people's heads in the bubble. What was uh, T.J. Warren? Wasn't he like going <laughs> crazy? T.J. Warren went stupid. bubble. T.J. Warren bubble. Devin Booker, like yeah. Completely Never changed lost the, the game. trajectory of the Suns. <laughs> Never lost the game. La Bubble, La Bubble. You know that that's an undisputed oh, championship Mouse, for, for a lot of people. Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> the Heat should have won that championship if we just didn't have a couple injuries. Would have been a Mickey Mouse championship. No, it would have been a real one. I don't know. I was. Uh, I got to be a virtual fan for one of the Heat conference finals. I remember games. you saying that. That's. Uh, that's pretty elite. It was hard. That's like, an experience. I had to apply and go through a bunch of hoops for like every <laughs> single game, and finally one game I got the email, and it's like, congratulations, you've been selected. That's unreal. Was it a finals game? Uh, Eastern Conference final game. Okay, that's cool. And it was weird. I bet. You, were, you, were they letting you watch it off your computer screen like while you're in the so Zoom or whatever? So you kind of had to because the, the computer stream that you were watching it on was ahead of like not just like – you know, streaming, but like cable. Oh, okay. Yeah, like so it was. Yeah, like it was live in the truest sense. It was like probably was ahead of TV. N- yeah, it was ahead of TV, so, so I couldn't watch it on TV. Well, that's the incentive. You get to. I mean, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to have these people like virtually on the court, but then like looking to their side and I, watching their TV. I guess, but instead of watching it on like the nice like seventy-two inch TV in front of me, you're just watching your laptop. I'm watching it on a split screen on a laptop. <laughs> which was like kind of like I don't want to watch the Eastern Conference Finals like this, but pretty cool though. I don't know how we got to this February. February. Good month. February. I think any month is a good month. There you go. Way to be positive. <laughs> Way to be positive. You're right. What time does uh, Puxitani fill? He already come? did. He, he saw already his did. Shadow. Yeah, we, are, we already came. We're already six more weeks of winter. Okay. Already done. But I want to know how the local. I don't guy trust did. him. I don't yeah, trust I, him. I, I'm out on Phil. I think that there are better, better. Uh, we're beyond telling Road time via no. No. the Groundhog. No. Andy, if you want to d- disparage Groundhogs on this radio show on <laughs> Groundhog Day, you can just go home. More more so Phil. Phil doesn't seem like he's getting it done. That's, that's okay with me. See, like we can come after Phil specifically, but Groundhogs No, let's give whole, another one a chance. Yeah. Let's give another one a chance. It's time to pass the torch. It's like Tom Brady. Once Tom Brady retires, so I does Puxatani like, Phil. Like, thing, yeah. yeah, like all other goats of other industries have to also retire because it. Like, what's another one? Like somewhat like an animal. I don't even. I don't know. Just all. All Can we just put Puxatani Phil are, and Tom Brady in the same sentence. Yeah, all established. <laughs> one of my one of my buddies yesterday is like, man, Tom Brady and my dad retired on the same day. <laughs> just two goats. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, just all established like I'd people, like to imagine veterans. Too, his dad was sitting there like, "All right, whenever Tom does it, I do it." <laughs> Tom came back stays, for another year. I stay. Let's ride. Job's not finished. Not done. Not done. <laughs> Man, yeah, Tom Brady just kind of retired out of nowhere. Dude, I was playing pickleball, and I just looked down at my phone and I thought it was a joke. Like I thought people were messing around about Tom Brady retiring, and then. He sure did. Sure enough, yeah. He just actually retired. That was weird. Do we trust it? We'll talk about that later. It was an odd video. Felt scripted? It felt. (laughs) 
Looked like he was in Panama City Beach. Andy, did that that joke resonate with you, or have you not been on Twitter? Oh, the like, NFL the, scripted? Have you yeah. been seeing those? Yes, I have. It's been very funny. It's been crazy. I mean, it's gotten like a – the Arian Foster clip has gotten a third of like our nation to watch yeah. it. Yeah. No, it was it's, like – It has like 110 million views. <laughs> it was someone that was like Tom Brady when, when Tom Brady gets drafted and he sees his career script. It's just like whoa, freaking out. There are so many good ones. So many good ones. Yeah, there were some good ones. And like, I like that the players were getting on it too, because that's mm. always been like you you see those memes every once in a while, you know, you see like a, a Fontes perfect when he figures out his script, or like Antonio Brown when he like realizes his brain's gonna get like mashed in and like stuff like that. You see those pop up, like three to five times a football season, but then that one Arian Foster clip just sparked it all. Yeah, like even like Alvin Kamara. Yeah, like quote tweeting it. Like when I saw the script in training camp, man, I almost didn't even want to play or something like that. Uh, that was that was fun. Sam, it, you good today? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Feeling a little better this morning. Um, didn't feel great yesterday, but powered through it. Negative on the strep test, thank God. That's did, good. Did you power through it? That's good. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still powering through it. Now you are. Yeah. Commendable. Yeah. Brave. Like playing through injury. Brave. Yeah. Jordan flu game, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, last night sucked. Yeah. My uh, so as you have, you guys know, I do like have another job in a restaurant, and I work in that restaurant on Wednesday nights. And there's also a promotion on those Wednesday nights that makes them very, very, very hectic from the time I start at four until the time I'm done at like ten thirty or eleven. Um. My own personal hell is trying to serve four tables of, like, eight people while also watching Florida beat my favorite team. Because mm. yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, there's nothing I could do can't about yell it. Like, about I, can't, it. I couldn't yell about it. I couldn't be angry. Like, I'm sitting there face. talking to a table, and I'm having to smile while I could just see right above their table Colin Castleton yeah. make another mm. shot. Mm-hmm. And I finally... I just said hey, I need a break, and I just went in the back and I grabbed like ten wine bottles, twenty wine bottles, and I just went to the dumpster and just destroyed them one at a time. <laughs> then I came back out and it's I sang, real. and I sang happy birthday to someone, you know? Yeah, you just got it out. <laughs> just had to get it out. Happy birthday. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think people sometimes like have this misconception that I don't get angry at Tennessee because I'm always trying to like being positive. Realistic, positive, however you want to call it. I get angry. I can promise you that. <laughs> Probably more angry than just about anybody you know. It's I believe really it. kind of a problem. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, a lot, a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts from last night. I'm glad you were able to have a vessel to keep a straight that face. So, that was so. Odd. I, I, I usually like try not to work when we're playing on a Wednesday night, just because I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, this was a, a true. Worst case scenario as well. Right from the jump too. Like, like it was, you, you yeah. had you had no chance to, I, to even settle into. And that it, like I couldn't like fully watch it. Like I'm just trying as hard as I can to watch it, but like everything's just so busy. It's it's really tough. It's like a nightmare scenario. But uh, I guess nothing left to do but dive into that nightmare on the other side. So uh, we'll get into it. Stay with us here on the Blitz. Well, uh, that was tough. Last night, as we all know, not good, bad, (laughs) insert adjective here that describes things being less than 
than uh, less par. than stellar. Less than stellar. Sixty-seven fifty-four at the hands of the Florida Gators, and really they jumped on you from the start. I mean, they they came out, jumped all over you, um, went on a fifteen nothing run. Was it or was it eighteen nothing? Either way, they're like at the like start seventeen of the first to half. two. Um, oh, in the first half. I know at one point it was fifteen nothing right there in the mm-hmm. first half. So I think it was seventeen to four to start the game. Uh, just a terrible start. I mean, I guess not a lot of credit, but some credit for Tennessee's ability to like. I, I guess kind of survive that in the first half with a, a, a pretty tough you know crowd, and, and then eventually even you know get to a point where you're up six, just around the ten minute mark. But man. Man, from nine minutes in the second half, you had 46 points. And you still had 46 points with five minutes left in the the second half. And um, it's just not going to cut it. I mean, Florida, you know, was 12-9, 13-9 now. It's not like they've been having the best season in the world. It's a pretty decent team. Colin Castleton, a good player, like – the analytics think that Florida should be better than they are, that they've kind of underperformed at times. But, uh, man, what was what was kind of the, the first feeling you had after you saw uh, the clock hit zero? Like, what, what, what did you feel besides, I guess, just disappointment? Yeah, I, it just was a bad night, you know. It, it just was, was frustrating in a sense that you, you couldn't make – shots in that you know you had worked your way back into a deficit it felt like early you know they started rough and but you you kind of had the sense oh you know you're, they're gonna be able to come back and then when they did you're like okay maybe they'll settle in but just it just was a feeling that offense just truly never got in rhythm um uncharacteristically just you weren't able to stop Colin Castleton very well you know Tennessee had done a really good job of shutting down um other teams top scores and you know just for whatever reason I know there's a lot of blame on the offense but also defensively you weren't at your best either you allowed Colin Castleton to get really good positioning inside interior uh, post defense you know it wasn't as sharp as it needed to be especially down the stretch Um, Florida did a lot of good things as well I mean I think credit to Florida clearly they're a very hungry team they're on the bubble they've got a Number two team coming in their building, it's a huge opportunity. I think Todd Golden's a really good coach. I think Florida's going to do nothing but rise up, you know, in the future. Maybe this is not the team that, that gets them there, but they they were probably a hungry team, you know, needing a, a signature win. Um, and, and Colin Castleton played great. They defended um, around the perimeter really well. Now, granted, Tennessee missed some open shots that they probably should have made, but also they forced Tennessee to take some uncomfortable mid-range jumpers here and there. It just, they did a good job for what Tennessee did poorly shooting-wise. Florida also did a good job of forcing some, you know, poor shots as well. So it was just, in my opinion, it's just a bad night, you know. It's just a bad night, but I wasn't, I feel like, all is lost, you know. It wasn't, losing the game is, was, was a tough pill to swallow, and it's one that I wish I didn't have to see. It's like one of those where it's like, I just don't want to look at my TV, I, I don't want to, you know, look at any news about this. It's just, it's one of those, it's painful to lose, but it's also one that's not like, okay, all's lost, season's over. Yeah, I think that there's kind of a rush to make losses like a pock, 
apocalyptic sometimes. And I get it. I mean, it, 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 losing is quite possibly the worst feeling on the planet. Uh, I don't think there's anything in the world that I hate more than losing. I would rather break bones than lose games sometimes. Like, that is a better feeling to me. Um, but I think it's just important to understand, and more specifically even at the college level, <clears throat> good teams do bad things. Good teams do bad things. <coughs> That's why every week this year we're seeing double-digit AP Top 25 teams lose games. That's why we've seen the number two team in the poll lose, I think, we're at double-digit times this year. Yeah, so it's like the teams in the top two have lost, I think, ten, ten times already. Ten different teams right. in the top two have now lost. I mean, it's hard that's out kind there. of the season of college <laughs> basketball yeah. it's been. And, and, you know, I mean, again, good teams do bad things. Last night a good team did a bad thing. Doesn't make thing. it fun. Doesn't make yeah. it fun. I mean, you it don't sucks. want it to be you. And you hope it doesn't happen in March, which, again, like, one of the biggest reasons that like March is not a, the best way to judge a, a coach. You have games like that. Good teams can do bad things, and when you're playing in a sport that is best equipped for series rather than <clears> one-off <throat> games, you know you can have one of those good teams do bad things moments in the tournament, and your season comes to an end, and all of a sudden everyone wants to discredit everything you've accomplished. Like yeah, it's just um, the nature of the sport. I, I will say. You know, Tennessee's maybe done it now one two time one too many times for my liking. Yeah. Uh, you know, Colorado, that was what it what what it was. You know, that's an entirely different thing. Kentucky, you get a mulligan, right? I'll give you a mulligan against Kentucky. But, you know, you start getting to this second mulligan range and you start looking and Tennessee's record against quadrant one, quadrant two, like not as good as maybe you'd hope. You know, there's still granted some of it's been the schedule, like not as many signature wins as you'd maybe like. You know, you get the opportunity for a couple here in February, but, you know, there is a part of me that's a little bit nervous about this team. I still have all kinds of confidence, but, you know, they already used their mulligan. So now you do got to wonder, are there some issues with this team that need to be corrected? Yeah, um, there are. I don't think the issues are with scoring droughts. I keep seeing that getting thrown around. Oh, scoring droughts this, scoring droughts that. This team just, they have too many scoring droughts. They'll never be successful in March. That's not true. I mean, you can feel like that's true, and I understand why you'd want to feel like that's true, that this team has an issue with, uh, you know, just long periods of time without scoring a basket, because that's been an issue last year and the year before and the year before. But this team doesn't actually have that issue. It just that that's a feeling thing. Not a a factual thing. That is just how you feel. And I know why you would feel that. It does feel that way sometimes. And last night, yeah, it was bad. But when you look at at, you know, teams and and the amount of times they've gone uh on a scoring drought, the amount of times that they've gone four or more minutes without a basket, Tennessee is one of the top 30 teams in the country at avoiding those. There are 360-plus college basketball teams, and there are less than 30 that have done a better job avoiding scoring droughts than Tennessee. That's the reality. If you don't want to hear it, fine, but that's the reality. I think, I, I guess the problem is, like, some nights you just don't shoot the ball well, and that's true for every team in college basketball. 
And that's true for all the elite teams in college basketball. There are going to be nights that you don't shoot the ball well. And I think sometimes Tennessee struggles to, like, find a counter for that. Yeah. Like, when when they're not shooting well, where do they go to try to simplify the game, to try to kind of just dumb the game down and, and get as many easy baskets as you can? I think that's maybe the biggest problem is, like, when the shots aren't falling, this team kind of struggles to redirect and go somewhere else and, and just find a way to kind of – you know, recover and, and do the best you can with, with a, a, an off-shooting night. Like, maybe that's the issue. But, again, with the nation's best defense, with the Ken Palm's historically great defense, you still feel like <clears throat> even if you're not shooting all that well, you know, some nights you can defend your way out of it. Just And, and, they, have done, and they have done yeah. that in games, just not last night. Last night, I feel like both ends of the court, they weren't at their best. Um, and, and I see it in a couple of different ways. Uh, first of, of and foremost, you know, the way I was feeling is like, yeah, disappointed to that loss, but still, you can still accomplish everything you think you can accomplish this season. I mean, the fact that you're you still only lost two at SEC play, you haven't lost the SEC regular season championship yet. It it may feel that way. It may feel a lot harder, and it probably will be a lot harder because it's not in your hands now. You need Alabama to lose another game outside of the game you played them. So it does feel a little more difficult in that way, but you can still be just as successful as you want to be, even with that loss last night. Again, you know, it, it, it all depends on how you, how you play in March. It all depends on how you get to that point. Um, you can still be a one seed. Exactly. Like, no, that's not 100%. off the table by any means. Let's not forget that Alabama just lost Oklahoma <laughs> by like 30 points on Saturday. Alabama yeah, they got blitzed. By 30 points, and they came back very strong against Vanderbilt. Not to mention, like, a 50-point win against Vanderbilt, maybe yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see a big response from Tennessee on Saturday. But. Exactly. Like, you, you still can accomplish everything you want to in this season. But I, I'm putting, you know, I'm frustrated with this loss as well. And I, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of, of those who are, you know, as you said in, in the word, apocalyptic upset with this loss. Just, yes, I, I am frustrated as well. So... What do you do if you are, you know, so frustrated to the point where you're done with this team? If you're saying like, "Oh, this is why I'm not invested in this team," what, what are your options at this point? I guess your your Stop options. Then. Well, no, no, your options. Like, I'm trying to put, I'm trying to think of like what you can do, like physically think. If you are that upset with it, um, there are two options. One, I guess you just do nothing, and, and I'm not trying to be demeaning here. Like, if you are this way, like, if you are this upset, you have two options. One, you can just do nothing and just not enjoy basketball season the rest of the year, not watch any games. And maybe that's fine with you, but I, it's just not the way I would like, I like watching the games. Um, I like March. So you could do that. That doesn't sound as fun to me or two, like you, you could do something. And what are the, what are the options of, of doing something? Like what, what can you do? You Stop can watching basketball. Well, th- that's the thing of doing nothing. Oh, I thought, I thought doing nothing. If you do nothing, like, that means you don't, you're, you're not, you're doing, not I thought by doing nothing, you meant just like continuing to watch Tennessee and just getting continuously mad. Or that you could throw that in there too. Like that's just an option. You uh, but like the things, be unhappy. I'm just saying, like if you are unhappy, like the thing, like and you want change to be made, what like, yes, you can ask for maybe something different to be done on the court. But like if you were in the camp where, you know, you want people to be removed from their jobs, like you want coaching to be changed, my perspective is, you move on from a coach right now after this season like I I get being frustrated at a certain point like you want him to move past a certain point in the tournament but like 
getting a coach is not going to be easy because you go and try to get a mid-major guy, like if you move on from your current coach, what what coaches are going to be interested in coming to a program that's not satisfied with being number two, you know, not satisfied with being where they are now? And I get it, like you want to win a championship, you want to do this and that, but think about all the successful new coaches right now, Jerome Tang at Kansas State he's going to Kansas State and doing things that they've never seen in the last couple of decades and people are celebrating that and he's the coach of the year whereas you know he's probably going to be ranked behind Tennessee still you know this upcoming poll on Monday they just lost to Kansas pretty bad I mean fair loss on the road but that's out of the point but like a mid-major coach a guy who's a rising star that you know Tennessee would want to get he comes here and if he's not number two or in the top ten, then that's a disappointment, right? Like, he's not going to have that, like, this team hasn't been here in decades, I'm changing this program type feel. That's just going to be a hard sell, in, in my opinion. So it's like, I don't know what change makes sense if, if you're in the camp, you know, you want change. You're right? being very polite. Uh, I would like to just say this. If you want to change at head coach, I, you're an idiot. Well, I'm just saying, like, I just no, am trying to break nice. it down to yeah, say, like, where nice. does this make sense? Because no one's going to want these expectations. It doesn't. I mean, that's just kind of like the problem with being a, a, the best athletic program in the country is yeah, expectations yeah. quickly rise to a point where it's not reasonable to consistently meet them sometimes. And and that's like, and that's been the thing with, you know, coaches at, at different programs in the past. That's why... Um, you know, Kentucky's had to make changes because coaches can't handle the expectations, you know, in Lexington because they're, they're really big. I just don't big. think there's anything that would make I feel some like people we, happy. I feel like we treat basketball season almost like football season where there's like a, a sense of urgency to, to win every single game because there's a limited amount of games. But, like, you got nine games left in your regular season. <clears throat> if, if you were a fan you got of the postseason, like, it's a bad I, game. You shot bad. Like, we don't have that bucket getter, I feel like, this year. And that's, like, this is a game where that would be very useful. And you you shot bad as a team, and you just didn't win the game. Like, there's just some games in basketball where that happens. Hey, guess what? If you were a fan of number three, Houston, you'd probably be pretty upset that you lost as a 17-point favorite at home against Temple. If you were a fan of Alabama, well, you'd probably be pretty upset that you went on the road and got blitzed by Oklahoma. If you were a fan of Arizona, well, you'd probably be pretty upset that Washington State came into your place and whooped you all around the floor, or that you went on the road to Utah and they beat you. If you're a Virginia fan, well, probably pretty upset you went to Pittsburgh and lost. Kansas State fan, oh, they're they're livid that they got uh, beat by Butler? How are you going to get beat by Butler? Kansas, they lost three games in a row. Those fans can't be happy. UCLA? What do they do? Well, they lost to USC, their rival, an unranked USC team, by 13 on the road. Fire them. Not acceptable. Their fans aren't happy. Texas, they just lost to a Tennessee team on the road by, by double digits. They can't be happy. You know, it, it's just, it's not unique to Tennessee. It is literally the nature of college basketball. Upsets happen, bad losses happen, because, again, it all comes back to what we started with. Good teams do bad things. And that's a frustrating explanation, right? You want there to be a more correctable issue. You want to be able to to squarely point to one thing and say, this is the problem and we need to fix it. And you just sometimes you can't. 
Sometimes there isn't a common thread, a common theme. Like sometimes there isn't a major issue. Sometimes the only issue is, hey, last night we didn't play too well. I mean, have you ever had days where you feel like, you know, you show up on the radio and you're just, I'm not as good today. Like that was not a good show. You ever had <laughs> days where you're at home and maybe you're playing like Call of Duty or playing bad and you're like, ah, it's not as good today. Don't have it. You ever had days at your job, you know, whatever whatever it is that you may do, whoever it is that's listening right now, where you just don't have it? It happens. That's human nature. And it's frustrating that that's the explanation, but it just kind of is. And again, like you said, this is not derailed any any aspect of this season. You got a quad one loss on the road. Sucks. Move on. Beat Auburn on Saturday. Be better on Saturday. You know, if you compound this into more mistakes into more losses then yeah you raise some red flags and you say hey there's there's an issue here like there needs there's something that that needs to be addressed but uh last night just wasn't good and it is what it is the sec unfortunately well just got significantly tougher to win quite frankly i would say that you're probably not going to win the sec if i had to sit here and make a prediction right now, yeah, it makes me sad. I really want to see an SEC regular season championship. It feels like you're just right there over and over again. No, I don't think you're going to. I don't. Think oh, your that, odds are worse, but you still could. Yeah, I mean, you still can. I don't think you're going to. I mean, if we're just being honest with each other, if you got to beat Alabama, and you pretty much can't lose another SEC game, yeah, and you got to have Alabama lose one. You know, I yeah. think Alabama might lose one. But beating Alabama and winning every other game, I mean, that's just that's a tough, tough. ask. You know, I don't could happen though. I don't think you're going to. It just it is what it is. But you know, there's still still a, a great chance to win a national championship this year. You know, if if you got to talk about like the the four to eight teams most likely to win a national championship, Tennessee's like one of the two or three. So, I don't really know what else to tell you. Just take care of business against Auburn. Go cleanse the palate against Auburn. Let this loss motivate you into you know taking the next step as a basketball team. And uh, I guess if I had like one more note from last night, the only like real actual concern that I have with this team that is not just a team having a bad night do need Tyreek key or somebody else to step up a little bit. It's just, you know, another one of those outside shooting options. Tyreek key has for as much as I like the guy completely kind of just fallen off in the last month, month and a half. I don't know who else it can be. I don't think you're going to find anyone else at this point. You know, you're not just going to magically shift around your rotation, but, uh, Tyreek needs to figure out what it was that made him special at Indiana State and see if he can translate that here. And I'm sure he knows it, and I'm sure that he's probably frustrated. Um, but that's a guy that you do need to step up. We'll take a break, though. We'll stay with College Hoops on the other side. Stay with us here on The Blitz. All right, back here on The Blitz. 1046. Got about 15 minutes left in the first hour. Big Orange Philly phone lines are open if you want to voice your opinion. 
Um, if I've upset any of you today, I still love you, and I appreciate you listening. Really do. Sometimes we're just not going to see eye to eye, I guess. But uh, 865-546-8200, that's your number to call in. Again, 865-546-8200. You know, all the fighting, turmoil, whatever, that this fan base seems to do with each other, at least we are kind of united over one common thing, and that's just an undying love for Tennessee athletics. You know, that, I guess, undying love kind of shows itself in different ways for different people, but I think it all stems from the same emotional state, basically. It's just like, I really like Tennessee athletics, and so do you, and things aren't going well. You know, people react emotionally in different ways, but (sighs) Auburn Saturday, you jump in next week, um with Vanderbilt on the road on a Wednesday, it's never comfortable. Never fun. It's never comfortable. <laughs> There's nothing comfortable Those, it's, about it's, playing it's, at Vanderbilt. Yeah, only Wednesday games against Vanderbilt for some reason. Yeah. But the I, fact I'm that they – all the Wednesday games we but, played in a row too. But the fact that Alabama just beat them 101-44 to really makes you want to do the same, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty pumped for this Auburn game too. I think that's like – that's going to be a great opportunity to get just race it a 25th ranked team in your house and maybe just boat race them because I don't think Auburn's actually all that good. Um, yeah, you got Auburn on Saturday, got to go to Vanderbilt, and then next Saturday Missouri comes to town. Go three and zero in those three, and Wednesday, February 15th, that'll probably be a top five game still. Yeah, top six, top seven, somewhere in that for sure range. Top ten, for sure. Top ten. Absolutely. If you take care 10. of business. Yeah. I mean, where uh, where does Tennessee gonna fall? You think? Uh, good question. Let me let me look at the top twenty five. I mean, right now do, 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 behind do, 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 you is Houston. Dun, 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 dun. They're gonna go above you. They will. Yeah, they'll jump you. They have Wichita State this weekend. Arizona, Alabama already Virginia beat Vanderbilt. Got a win. They play LSU Saturday. They'll jump you as well. Kansas State won't jump you, maybe. Maybe. They lost to Kansas. Kansas might re-jump you. Kansas should re-jump you. Uh, Arizona Arizona this week plays Oregon tonight. Arizona State, they should win both of those. If you beat Auburn, I think. They'll probably jump you. You're you're at seven. You're at eight, seven, eight. I think you're between like five and eight. Yeah. You got to beat Auburn, obviously. Yeah, if you beat Auburn. I mean, I think if you like really beat Auburn, you know the way AP voters uh, voters go too. Like that'll just be their better, lasting better impression, yeah. and that'll definitely help you. Someone on the phone. Uh, it seemed like it, and then as soon as I picked up, it was beep 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 beep. So <laughs> that's good. Always lovely. If it if it was someone, please call back. Yeah, please call back. Love to hear from. Say hey. I would love to hear some uh, some differing opinions today. I'd love to. Yeah, me too. I know there's a lot of frustrations out there. It's good to vent, let them out. Here we go. Oh, someone is someone is calling back. There Uh-oh, we go. Oh, here we go. How about it? Um, but yeah, I think you know you look at it, probably around like five to eight. Probably not five. Probably closer to eight, but you know still somewhere in that range. Um, 
obviously dropped down to a two seed now for the time being. Got Matthew on the line. All right, we'll head over to the, the Big Orange Philly phone lines then, close down this hour with a phone call. Matthew, happy Groundhog's Day. You uh, doing any big things to celebrate? <laughs> well, um, close your eyes and picture this, Charlie. So we have covered in ice down here in Dallas. Oh, yeah, and, I forgot about ooh. that. You, you all right? Yeah. Like, you get stuck anywhere? So I've been working remote. I mean, I pretty much work home most of the week anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me. But yesterday I didn't have many calls, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this bitter cold. So ventured out to Costco, got a few things, got a lot of wings. Fired up the, uh, the oven, marinated some wings, and my buddies hit me up. They're like, hey, we've got the Tennessee game on. You want to come over and watch it? I'm like, well, I've got these wings. They're like, oh, I'll just bring them over here. So I took like 20 wings I had like marinated and cooked them, and then I had to walk across the street of my parking lot to another apartment complex that was across the street in our village community. But the problem is it's still covered in, like, ice. And I don't mean, like, oh, like, Tennessee ice, like, it's thin. I can walk on it. No. Gentlemen, I look like (laughs) Michelle Kwan out there, but not like Michelle Kwan. Did we get, like, a (laughs) Kevin from the office chili situation with you and your wings? Um, So it it was a Dollar General version of Kevin with the chili. I definitely (laughs) fell at one point, but the wings were gracefully in my right hand. And so I grabbed my left hand and hit the snow and basically did a Derrick Henry stiff arm to the ground. Pretty sure I uh, looked like a fool out there, though. That's a uh, that's a real MVP play, though. You know, you got to protect those wings. Yes. Um, but I went over there, watched the game with two of my Baylor buddies, and I was excited to watch the game. They're like, oh, dude, Tennessee's number two in the country. They look pretty good. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's nice. I like it. But, you know, the rankings mean nothing right now in March, until March. So let's just keep going. Gentlemen, I am frustrated, and not you guys, and not at uh, even our basketball team. I am frustrated at our fans. I am disappointed with how some of us have reacted to this team. I felt like you can't contradict the the team, but if you don't contradict the team, you're a sheep. But if you if you yell at them, you're a red. And it's like both can be true at the same time. Charlie, you and I are kind of on the same page here. Last night stunk. I think that's fair enough as it is. It stunk that we lost that game. But to throw up your hands and say the season's over, I'm not buying into this. You can't say regular season games don't matter until March and then say I'm not buying into this team when you win on Saturday versus the number 10 team in the country. Am I like, am I crazy, Charlie? No, I, that is actually a to really me, good like point. one of the funniest aspects of this. I, I've always found it very ironic that – yeah, the same crowd treats a loss like an apocalypse, but a big win is it doesn't matter because we'll just lose in March. Like you got to be pick one or the other, you know. Um, but you know, I, I get sure sometimes I get frustrated, and I, I think that's more of a me thing. Like I need to work on myself and be better in that regard. But you know, there's one thing about Tennessee fans that I I love more than anything on the world. Uh, in, in the world, they are. I mean, we are we are family. Like we are an incredible fan base, and and. I love the passion. I respect the hell out of the passion. Sometimes I get frustrated or disagree with the way that pa- that passion is <laughs> is being channeled. Sometimes I also channel my passion in a way that is 
probably not all that conducive to making you know people around me and things around me better too. You know, I, I'm guilty of that as well. But no, I, I do find myself also getting very frustrated with some of the reactions. Uh, but I would rather, I guess, have an incredibly passionate fan base like Tennessee's than have an apathetic one. So I, I oh, guess right. at least I'll take the passion. If that's how it's channeled, uh, don't love it, but so be it. I'm looking at Florida's schedule here, and I saw an interesting stat line. I'm going to try to see if it's correct or not, but I saw something where all of their losses are com- by combined total of like eight points or less. So, I mean, that wasn't a good Florida team, but I don't think it was a bad Florida team either when I look at their stats. They lost to A&M by two. They lost to A&M again by three. Lost to Auburn by three. So three, six, what did I say, eight? Yeah, no. They, uh, They've lost three conference games by a month, eight points. Wow. Did not know that. Just literally saw that live on the air. I mean, I think you should take care of Auburn on Saturday. I think this is a gut punch to the, the stomach, but I think you regroup because I think, like you said earlier, this is an Auburn team that is not bad, not 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 Bruce Pearl's best Auburn team. But I think the one thing you've got to – I really want to talk about here is the, to the fans that say, oh, this team is – awful and they have terrible scoring droughts it's like you look on the stats they really don't have a scoring drought issue no No, charlie i've been trying to tell people that they don't and that's what's interesting because you saw the the stat line there that i'm talking about charlie that that even my friend rob shared with everyone it's like this team is not even in the, the top 25 when it comes to scoring droughts not even in the top 30 it's just it's truly remarkable but I mean, um, on March 24th, uh, Tennessee was the 20th best team in the country at avoiding scoring droughts. Scoring drought being defined as four or more minutes without scoring a point. That was March 20th. I mean, that was that was January 24th. That was um, quick math here. Nine here's the days thing ago. that I really like to ask. You know, this team is very good defensively. It almost makes me wonder: Would they? Would you almost rather give up score 100 but lose 100 to 103 or have, like, a gritty game like that last night and you end up winning it? I know we lost, but, like, it just feels like the fans themselves, and it's still early, it's still very young in the season. In my opinion, there's still plenty of conference basketball to vanquish this and fix this. But it feels like, to the casuals, they don't like our style of play where – anybody on this team can go out and score a basket and win this game and win it for us. And we don't have that Brandon Miller. We don't have that. I just, I don't know, Charlie, it's a unique situation for this. Our fan base. We are a passionate group. Love us to death. Go balls always. But it feels like right now we're at, or a house divided and hopefully Saturday we can uh, put that behind us and we'll just have to carry it forward and see what we can do. But Hey, as always, Charlie, go Vols. Yes, sir. Go Vols. I think that's the one thing we can all agree on here on this, this Thursday, wherever we're at. Still go Vols. Still love the Vols. You got a weird look on your face, Andy. You all right? Yeah. I'm just uh, letting it sink all in. 
Letting it sink in there. I think Matthew came with some wise words today. I feel like I feel like I've been seeing you making some bases over there today. I've been thrown off. <laughs> some bases. Yeah, you're making some. It's bases. just Groundhog's Day, man. Just have you in a in a in a pretzel mentally, or I'm just trying to think the situation through. I'm just digging on Ken Palm, you know, because you, I think you made a good point. I know we got to wrap up here, but it is just a quad one loss. It doesn't yeah. hurt your resume that much. It's unfortunate. It might. It's a good opportunity for like an easier quad one win than that some Kentucky other quad loss. One wins, the Kentucky but... loss was worse. Yeah. So I mean, it's probably your second best loss if you're if you're adding up the four. I think Florida also like, might honestly even like make the tournament. They might make the tournament. They I think might. they might be better than Auburn. Like the Auburn team that Good. you play Saturday, I think that I, I know that Florida's like had some tough close losses. I still Bruce Pearl, if you're listening, don't use this as fuel. Never mind. I'm sorry. I know Bruce listens. Bruce. I'm telling you, Florida must have listened to her. Todd Gold was listening the other day. We were talking about Tennessee's weakness, how to how to stop them. Todd Golden was listening. He he had tuned in even from his San Francisco days. We need to, we need to start putting out false information. Yeah, mm-hmm. start spreading. Best lies. way to attack Tennessee: shoot half court shots. Half court shots. All of them. Don't All guard shots. Sakai Ziegler, just let him shoot. Play with four point guards and one <laughs> small forward. We 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 really struggle against your ninth man on the bench. Yeah, we, we need we, you to we don't, to bench that. We secretly five. don't scout anyone on the, uh, the end of your bench. Just put them in. We don't. We won't know what to do. We're scared of walk-ons. <laughs> Andy, you you uh you gotta go. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you all tomorrow. I'll miss you. We'll see you all tomorrow. It was a pleasure to at least get to spend an hour here with you. It was hour nice two. To be here. It's coming up next.